Well, we have been talking about job action ongoing from the BCGEU, getting some rather feisty calls to the buzz line, which I will share with you coming up. And we will also open the phone lines to see what you have to say about that as well. We want to talk about one of the potential consequences, though, or potential yeah, consequences because of this job action. We were told when the picket lines went up at the distribution centers, the four of them, the liquor distribution centers in BC, that it should not have a big impact on the public. But we are already hearing from restaurant owners saying they're worried about supply, especially supply of liquor getting to their stores. And there are also concerns that those who sell cannabis, cannabis retailers could also be looking at an issue with supply. Well, Vikram Sachdeva joins us now on the line, founder and CEO of Seed and Stone. Vikram, thank you so much for taking the time with us. Thank you for having me, Joel. I appreciate uh, you taking the time and discussing this. Well, well, thank you as well for joining us to talk more about this. Can you explain how it works? Because I know there was the, the union put out the information about the pickets, where they were going to be, and saying that they didn't think it was going to really have an impact on retail liquor or retail cannabis stores. But how does it work as far as where you get your supply and, and how this could have an impact on that? Um, yeah, so we did get a letter Friday stating that... Uh, Starting Monday, there will be no deliveries coming to our stores uh, till further notice. So um, as far as um, I'm aware that uh, we are not getting any more deliveries after our last delivery. So, you know, it definitely is affecting our business. It's a concern for our customers. And uh, it's a concern for us to get the best product into the hands of our customers. So, you know, they are not going to be delivering till this job action is resolved. I understand there was going to be some kind of workaround, though, that there was going to be perhaps that you would be allowed to to get deliveries directly or that, that you could kind of bypass the job action. But is that not happening? So they were um, going to announce a direct delivery. The The concern with that is is because it's a new system. None of the retailers are aware about how the system works or how to directly approach. We as a, we as a business have been approaching different local uh, uh, producers to see if they have registered uh, with the LDB to direct uh, to get direct delivery but it is very uncertain because the program wasn't launched and uh, it's supposed to be launched on the 15th uh, and uh, I think it's launched now but there's no process there's we haven't gotten any emails on this is how you can go approach them and now with the job action I think uh, that was delayed so it's very unclear as to if we can go directly and buy from from them so at the time being, I think we're just stuck in this situation where it's a bit of an unknown. So does it work similar then to restaurants or private liquor stores that have to purchase their liquor, that have to purchase their product through the government? Does it work the same for cannabis? 100%. So we get all our products directly from the LDB. So we don't have an opportunity right now to go directly to the suppliers uh, but and the producers, uh, but that is being rolled out. So uh, future looks bright for that. All right. So, and so that would help you then as far as even though those deliver- deliveries going through the LDB, if even if those are paused, you could still find a way to get that product? 100%. Uh, we, we have been proactive at looking at that, building relationships with, with people, uh, with producers that are around our stores that can get us the freshest product. And this will also help us differentiate our, our product line from other retailers. Right now, we all are selling the same product. So if if I was prudent and I was to pick the right strains and, and, and understand my customer base, 
I could go directly to these producers and and ask for those products to be sold in my store. So I think the process is definitely heading that way, and I'm I'm excited about it because I think that will really help the industry. All right. Has as far as you know, are there any outlets still? Be, when we know when this started becoming a store, a, a business model that was allowed that became legal. Uh, at the time, there were a, a number of stores, even just in Vancouver alone, a number of stores that technically uh, weren't legitimate, weren't legal stores. Are there still any, as far as you know, any cannabis stores or outlets that aren't doing it the right way through the liquor distribution branch that are selling their own stuff? Um. See, uh, there is there might be the odd one, but I think it's the mail order delivery that is is more concerning to me. I think the the brick and mortar stores are starting to understand very quickly that it's going to be very difficult competing with the legal market with a with a huge selection we have with Health Canada approved products with the the environment that we create in our stores and the knowledge that our bartenders have. So on that note, uh, I feel like the online delivery system that is still very prevalent and with this kind of a strike and this kind of work stoppage, what it does is it entices my customers that have been coming here to get there, if it's for wellness or for recreation purposes, uh, you know, if there's a shortage or we can't provide a product, they're going to move towards the illicit market, which the government wanted to keep away from. So I think the mail order is a, is a big, big concern for our industry at this time. The brick and mortar stores uh, are there. We we have personally partnered with the Songhees First Nations in Victoria and, and, and have created a pathway for First Nations to take part in in the legal framework of, of cannabis. And there are some First Nations that are choosing to uh, do a government-to-government deal under Section 119 and create their own system, which is which is also there. Okay. And any idea when that might be up and running, or is it already... Um, uh, what might be up that, that the deal is, is that deal in place or is that something that is still being worked on uh, with the songies yes oh we we have three stores in partnership okay. with them, uh, and on their Lekwangan territory in victoria okay downtown victoria yeah if the, if this isn't resolved as far as either the job action resolved, which it doesn't look like there's been much movement, or this new uh, direct delivery doesn't get put into place, how much product do you have or how long will you have product on your shelves? Um, we have multiple locations. I think it really truly depends on the location, even though I don't, it, you know, we have, a, just to think, put things into perspective, we have a store in Delta, which is an outlet store, lowest prices in B.C., and we are delivering to Surrey, to Richmond, places that, uh, uh, you know, Delta and White Rock, places that don't really have a big influx of cannabis stores right now. So they're deserts. So we have tried to establish a store there. With that kind of store, I'm very concerned because there's so many people relying on the product from that store for delivery that uh, we might be running out within the week because as a prudent retailer, I want to make sure that we have the freshest product and we're turning inventory around. So if we had a bit of an idea, because I'm sure the job actions, they've been going back and forth. If they had given us some bit of a notice that this is going to happen, we could have stocked our shelves up and been prepared for it. It just came as a bit of a shock. So... Uh, that is more concerning, you know, than anything else, that how do we survive beyond that five, ten-day mark. Right, so. right. And I would imagine, too, that, that what you're anticipating or what you're going through, that other uh, other cannabis store owners and, and merchants are probably going through the same thing? 100%. It's not only just the retailers, the licensed producers. You know, they have products that they have been probably not being able to list with the uh, LCRB and LDB. So there's, there's major concerns for the whole industry, right? 
but I understand uh, it's it's something that might take some time. We just have to, like every other challenge in this industry, um, you know, banking, all these other challenges, we, we, we as entrepreneurs understand what we signed up for. And hopefully this can be resolved sooner than later because it is not only about us running a business, it's about people getting their medicine, people using it for recreation, and people using it for their wellness overall. Right, exactly. The, the demand, I'm sure, uh, isn't going down at all. Uh, Vikram, do you hope that perhaps this will lead to a more permanent uh, potential for direct delivery in that, uh, and we talked about this with restaurant owners and bar owners as well, that even though they too are looking at, uh, at, at that supply being cut off because of the distribution centers, they could go to places like a, a craft brewery or they could go directly to a winery and, and do that. Would you like to see that permanent change so that cannabis suppliers also have that option? 100%. You you took my words out of my mouth. <laughs> it would be a blessing, like, uh, you know, because, look, we talk about supporting local, supporting craft. We're opening a store in Hope, and it's, we want to carry 70% of local craft products. BC Bud is world-renowned. We have been known uh, for BC Bud across the world. So, you know, if we cannot support our local farmers by going directly to them and getting the freshest product in our stores, that's what we strive to do. And it cannot happen till we have this consolidated system where everybody and the product is sitting on shelves for a while before it gets shipped out. Here we can directly talk to a, uh, a producer, get the product within a few weeks of harvest and, and go from there. So I think it is it is not if and when. I think it is a necessary step, which I think the government is working on. And hopefully it can be put into a system and we are made aware of. The communication is kept on, right? So. For sure. Absolutely. Vikram, we'll leave it there, but thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time today. You know, thank you so much and hope for the best and look for the bright future of cannabis in this country.